This weekend's UFC 262 is sure to be a can't-miss event. Every punch, kick, and knockout means so much more with a DraftKings lineup on the line. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of UFC, is giving you a shot at huge cash prizes for this weekend's fight. DraftKings is offering all customers a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. If you haven't tried it yet, Fantasy MMA is easy to play. Just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for advances, takedowns, and more. Love a good takedown. <laughs> I love a good roundhouse kick. Uh, there's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Plus, don't forget about basketball and hockey, where DraftKings has even more money up for grabs throughout the week. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code TBPN for your shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the week. That's promo code TBPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Luke, if you know anything about me, it's that I love watching greased up dudes try to knock each other's teeth out. I love it when they're on the ground and awkwardly spooning for five minutes. <laughs> This is Luke Walton Talks Lakers. I'm Jonathan Gilly, and joining us as always from our studio in Los Angeles, it's Luke, Coach Walton. What up, Coach? What up, Jay Gill? I'm training for that ultimate fighter championship. That's what's up. Oh, hell yeah. Man, I've got my Muay Thai so on lock. I've been kicking coconut trees all day. Oh, you're like that dude who, who like kicks until his chins bleed and then they get tough or something? Yeah. Nice. Oh no! Do you remember uh, what's, what was that guy's name? The super buff guy that like got famous for fighting people in parking lots. Kimbo Slice. And joined the US. Yeah, Kimbo Slice. Of course, I remember Kimbo Slice. <laughs> that's for our listeners. That's basically what I look like. <laughs> Just with with, with heavily callous shins. Yeah, I was gonna say the only thing that's similar between you and Kimbo Slice is that you both have beards, and even that's a stretch. <laughs> Oh, speaking of which, uh, on 2K, you can like face uh, scan yourself and put your face on your player. So creepy. It's so creepy and it doesn't work very well. The only thing that it fucking nailed was my beard. Like, like, in a, like it nailed it? Like it was spot on? It is exactly my beard. Everything else is wrong, but it is my beard slapped on this guy's face. I'll never forget when I bought like the PS3 version of 2K like long after PS3 was no, no longer supported like platform mm -hmm. anymore, but for some, and it, it costs like $12 mm -hmm. and people just had like black square blocks for feet and stuff. Like they just didn't <laughs> port the game well at all. They just didn't try. And Luke Walton looked like hilariously bad. That was the, I remember taking a picture and sending it to you and being like, 
Luke, look, look what they've done to your namesake. <laughs> look what they've done to me. <laughs> look what they've done to your face. I want to thank all of our followers. Please uh, subscribe to our pod on Apple Podcasts app, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your pods. And if you're enjoying the pod, please share it with your friends. Throw us a comment. It's the best way for us to grow. And Luke Walton Talks Lakers is also now part of the Basketball Podcast Network. So be sure to check out the other great shows on the network and follow us on social media at LukeWaltonTalksLakers.com. Let's get into some Lakers stuff, man. We got a ton to talk yeah, about. Yeah, thank you, Luke. So, Luke, we're going to start the show a little differently today. I'm very excited to premiere a new segment that I like to call Sweet, Sweet Vindication. Luke, you and I say a lot of things on this podcast. We got, we takes. got takes. And look, I, I wouldn't say we're insiders. But I also wouldn't say that we're strictly speaking outsiders. We've, we've got we've got some we've got some men on the inside, if you will. Yes, it's true. We're part of the Basketball Podcast Network. Yes. Now. So you know, I, I want people to know that we're not just shooting from the hip entirely here. No, we've got pretty good form. Yes, and we got follow through. Here's the, the thing: it, it's all about accountability, right? <laughs> yes, that's what it all comes down to. All comes down to accountability. When we're wrong, we want to own it. But when we're right, oh, we do. Oh, when we're right, we're gonna celebrate <laughs> that shit. <laughs> we, we're we're drinking beer right now. We're celebrating because Luke, we have two two pieces of validation today that I'd like to share with the fans. That are pretty spicy. They're pretty, pretty spicy. spicy. So in last week's in or out, we were both in on saying that AD's signature play uh, was a game ceiling block, right? And Luke. Within yes. hours of us recording, AD confirmed this uh, during a like mad disrespectful Reddit AMA <laughs> that <laughs> Ruffles helped put together for him. No, no mods, no, no mods whatsoever. It was real bad. I think the second highest upvoted question was to you and Bronze Scissor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm taking I'm taking uh, one duck sized LeBron over a hundred. Yes. Uh, duck sized. Wait, yeah, yeah, over a hundred. Yeah, one LeBron sized duck <laughs> size over a hundred duck sized LeBrons. Yeah, the guy did the math. <laughs> it worked out. Um, Luke, I want you to read for us uh, the question and what AD's answer was. Hey, AD, do you prefer getting a clutch block or a clutch shot? AD, if we're down, I prefer a clutch shot. If we're up, I prefer a block. But if I had to choose, I think I'll choose a clutch block. I'm a defense Vindication. guy. Vindication. That's right. We called that shit hours before he typed it. <laughs> Sponsored by Ruffles. <laughs> Fan of the pod, Anthony Davis stole the words right out of our yes. mouth. Yes, he did. He snatched it out, out the mouth. So here's number two. Uh, look, you and I have been saying for a while, and, and you know, Mark V wasn't having it, uh, that Vogel and the Lakers haven't really cared about winning. And again, it turns out we were right. Straight up. Straight up. up. Alex Caruso let the cat out the bag uh, during his post-game <laughs> interview last night after our victory against the Suns. So Luke, what did Mike Trudell ask and what did AC say? I can't believe this. When asked by Mike Trudell about whether or not they care about seeding or just trying to get healthy slash play good ball, AC says, it's both. We're trying to win games now. <laughs> we would not like to play in the play-in game. We're trying to win games now. 
vindica- vindication. He didn't, why, why, <laughs> why did he have to say now? <laughs> That's what makes it so spicy. Just take out the now. We're trying to win no. games. Like no, always. because he's being honest because we were right the whole <laughs> we time. We were straight up We right. were right the whole time. I think anyone who was really paying attention to this team knows it too. That's why the national media has no idea. Well, this is why they don't Alex Crusoe they started no starting like two nights ago. Yep. And they stopped screwing yep. around with things. We're trying to win games. Now. 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 <laughs> Meaning they weren't trying to at some point in the past. Uh, all right, Luke. That was sweet, sweet vindication. Uh, let's jump into our, our normal open here. In or out. Luke, in or out. AD is back. AD is AD back. AD is back. It- Anthony Davis is back in hell. Yeah. And I love that. So if you guys haven't seen the highlight, AD gets a lob and spins 360 in the air to finish the lob, which is the game clincher. Yes. And that's when he yells at the crowd of 2000 people. I'm back. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Dr. Raj, who we've talked about on the pod before was like the Twitter like sports medicine guy was saying something about that. Um, this is the first game since the playoffs last year where he's seen mm-hmm. Anthony Davis, like triple jump for a rebound, like go up, mm-hmm. go up and go up a third time to try to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's anecdotal All without ever hitting the but ground. The point is, is like one, he's trying hard again because they're trying to win games now, now. <laughs> <laughs> but also it means he's probably feeling pretty good. Oh, another sweet, sweet vindication. Remember when we said it takes about two to three weeks to get your wind back? I do. When you've been sitting the whole I do. time? I do, Luke. How long has it been since Anthony Davis was cleared to play? I think it's been two to three weeks, Luke. I'm no, uh, I was going to say cartographer, but that has nothing to do with maps. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm no oncologist here. <laughs> I'm no ornithologist here, but... Ichthyology is not my specialty, yes, yes. but I have to say it's been about two to three yes. weeks. Uh, Luke, in or out, in the words of Alex Caruso, we're a good-ass team, Luke. <laughs> we're a good-ass team. The quote was, he we're a good-ass team, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Mike Fidel. He, refer- <laughs> he referred to his team like I refer to burritos. That's a good-ass burrito. Yeah, for sure. That's a good-ass burrito. Yeah. Yeah, no, this team's great. It would only be this team's great. It would only be better if he had said, "Mike, we're a super bomb." <laughs> That's how I actually talk about burritos. <laughs> you ain't never seen a danker team than us. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm in on this. They are a good ass team. They are. Yeah, with a lot of guys missing, we smoked the Suns last night. And there are plenty of silver linings, I think, to take out of a three and seven run uh namely being they feel like underdogs now oh yeah which is the worst thing that could have happened for the rest of the league the we believe oh, Lakers is not what anybody <laughs> wants to see coming into town <laughs> um so speaking of some silver linings luke in or out <clears throat> we haven't talked about him a lot in the pod recently which is weird because he's someone that i mm-hmm. i harp on a lot uh in or out Alex Caruso has established himself as a legit playmaking option for playoff rotations, 
beyond just kind of his defense and hustle and quote-unquote winning plays. In and not just playmaking, scoring. Yeah. He is now putting pressure on the yes. rim. Alex Caruso is putting pressure on the rim. Yes. That's bigger than him, him, him hitting threes. I can't tell you what, what that does for us means that THT is not somebody that we need to rely on as much in the playoffs, yeah. which opens up the defensive end on so many levels and allows us to shorten our rotation. Having a two-headed monster of Schroeder and Caruso coming at the rim and playmaking opens up LeBron, even if he's only at 70% of who he is, to pull back when he needs to and push forward when he has yes. to. And oh, I, that is a huge I never for us. thought that Alex Caruso would become a guy who like in a crunch time moment can mm -hmm. put his head down and get to the rim. Mm -hmm. But he sh he's showed us in these last two games that he can be that guy. The I don't want people to harp too much on the end of the Portland Trailblazers game. That was a botched play. Like, but, but all leading up to that, to the, the, those kind of mm -hmm. last few seconds. And again, last night, like he showed us, like he can turn the corner and put pressure on the rim when he needs to. Yes, I think... He, he like I'm. I don't want to overhype it and say he doesn't have flaws to his game, or he's not. He's like as much of a slasher or something as somebody like Schroeder, or as much of a playmaker as somebody like LeBron. No, of course not. Of course not. But this is like secondary actions, bench minutes, yep. bench minutes yep. when those weird stretches when Braun and Schroeder aren't on the floor because of just like you know weird fouls that night or like. Someone mm -hmm. gets a he, weird injury and comes out, or someone gets thrown out of a game, like foul trouble. Yeah. All of, and those things happen, man. And and I I also don't want to, to diminish it. I don't want to like run too far with it and say this guy is going to be like a max level player. But I also don't want to diminish it. He is a starting caliber combo yes. guard on any team in the yes. NBA. Absolutely, and that is insane to say for a G League guy. How cool is that? To oh, it's I mean, like I mean, we, yeah. like. Remember when we were talking about how it was kind of bittersweet when we were losing the young guys? And I know that most Laker fans felt this because it was like, these are the guys that we drafted and we're trying to cultivate and grow with. Crusoe is the ultimate that. Yeah. The dude was undrafted. Yeah. We piped him through the system all the way from the G League on up. And now he's a starting Some, caliber summer point guard for a championship team. League. Summer League. Summer League. He got cut yeah, by the true. Oklahoma Blue or whatever. Yeah, he did. He did. You know? That's a hell of a story and a hell of a... It's just great to watch. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, his career arc is amazing. <clears throat> I still think that at this point, he is like my favorite, like kind of like Lakers supporting player of all time. Like non, you know, non like kind of superstar kind of guy. What about Fisher, man? I, but fit, nah, Fish is different to me because yeah. Fish is like, Fish yeah. was a starter on multiple championship teams and, Mm -hmm. I put. Yeah. I don't put he and Fish in the same. He was same. drafted. And he was. He was. He was. That's that's fair. He was always slotted to be a starting point guard for the Los Angeles Lakers. He was drafted. It was like that was his role. He. It wasn't like he rags to riches. You know, like the way that. Yeah. Exactly. Like I, I'm talking about like Sasha Vujacic, Jordan mm -hmm. Farmar, Shannon Brown, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. those those kind of guys, as opposed yeah. to like. The, the court, right? Like I'm not talking about Kobe and Pow or Shaq yeah. or D Fish or honestly even Meta sure. or Ariza or Bynum. Like mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. not talking about those guys. I'm talking about like the the bench unit guys, the you know 
you know what? And I gotta be, it, considering the circumstance, I gotta be with you because how many Lakers players throughout all of our history have come from undrafted to summer league to G League to starter? I, I mean, I, I can't really think of any. Maybe yeah. there's someone listening who's like, you idiot, what about so-and-so? Well, there you go. Throw us a five-star review and let us know. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> At Luke Walton Laker on Twitter, let us know. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm with you. It's it's a beautiful thing to watch. And I think that that's something we need to sh- celebrate and cherish as fans. Yes. Yeah. That doesn't happen. No, it's, it's, beautiful. it's super cool. And, <clears throat> you know, I hope he's really, I really hope he's with the team next year. There's obviously a chance that might Me not too. be the case. So, you know, I think we just need to relish it. I mean, we've talked about this guy as being a force multiplier. I think the difference was he was a force last night in and yep. of himself, right? That's a great way of putting it. And that it. was cool great to see. Great way of putting that it. That was super cool to see. Yeah. Um, all right, Luke. Uh, <clears throat> in or out, the Lakers would sweep the Suns in a first round matchup. Out. Nah. I, I remember when Chris Paul was on New Orleans against Kobe Powell Lakers and he stole one. It'd be yeah, the same I was going to say, I think it might be a gentleman's sweep, but I don't think it would be a straight sweep. I don't know if the Lakers are really built to straight sweep many teams. <laughs> I think we saw that in the last playoffs. Yeah, well, also first round, like we might be still dealing with some lingering things or guys getting that's into why, that's rhythm. In or out, Clippers earlier, Clippers late. Clippers late. Clippers late. I've been hearing podcast after podcast saying Clippers no early way. because they, they still have their problems. No They're way. figuring things We're out. We're more likely no to be way. in our rhythm late in the playoffs than they are. 100%. Yeah. And, they, and they've got late. all the, like I actually think in a series against us, they've got all the pressure. Yeah, well, yeah. Because we've actually won a championship and done something. We've had, and, and we can always say it's the short off season. LeBron and AD were out. There, there were all these circumstances that, that we faced that, you know, they didn't have to face. Like this was their year where they were supposed to be together and tight, unlike last year. So I think in a series against us, Western Conference Finals, I think all the pressure is on them. I also, I don't know why there are so many former players. I guess a lot of them don't have a ton of playoff experience that are on like Chris Webber. Um, you know, huge disappointment. <laughs> Chris um, a, a lot of a lot of the former players that talk about playoff matchups, they act like it's a one-off regular season matchup rather than having to play the same same team seven times. Yeah. And when you're playing a good defensive team, particularly somebody that's hard nosed that grinds you, we're talking about Alex Caruso. He's another example of Alex Caruso and Chris Paul. Chris Paul did not look the, like the same player because Alex Caruso is bigger than totally. him. He's athletic. Totally. He's in his same chin. thing with Booker. He doesn't care if he gets fouls. Same He's thing with Booker. Booker up. Dude. KCP was locking I know. up Booker. I love that. Ooh, KCP had a hell of a game. He's actually had a hell of a run recently. I'm I'm excited for what I agree. KCP's gearing we up. We got for. him later, but I mean, like, <clears throat> look, man, Devin Booker still got a lot of time. But yeah. Chris Paul is about to add his name to the long list—not that long, but long list of like great Suns players to never get anything done in the playoffs. And Booker's not well, that far off yeah. from being the same. There's a reason. There's a reason. If you build a team to draw fans for the regular season because you're trying to like keep people in seats and make money, you're going to play a certain way. I really think that that's part of the Suns' DNA and like why they're the way that they are. I also think that's just kind of part of Chris Paul. Chris Paul is really great at taking assorted random pieces and turning them into something like cogent and workable. Mm-hmm. He's a very small point guard 
And once you end up getting deeper into the playoffs and you're playing the same team over and over and over again and the looks stop getting as varied and they start figuring you out, it breaks down and we've seen it time and time again. Yeah, I also, I, I do think that there is really something to the, his beef with the refs. At some point, I think over the course of a series, like the refs just have had it with your shit. Mm-hmm. You know? It's fair. Man. Like They're human too. And, and I think that your teammates start to have it, like get tired of it too. Like he's another one of these guys who's, who like, I don't want to say, he's not always beloved walking out the door. You know, and and I think from everything I understand, like, I mean, obviously he's a great basketball player. I'm not trying to say he's not a good person, but I just think that there's something about kind of his negativity on the court that Mm -hmm. uh, rubs guys the wrong way. And I think by the end of series, like, especially if they're tough series, teammates are just like, dude, stop complaining and let's just like put our heads down. When, When shit hits the fan, who... LeBron sometimes has this too. He does. Where yeah. there's there's some players that like you know like Last Dance with Michael Jordan. He had it too. Where there are some some guys that you don't necessarily like enjoy. No. being on the same the, team. But with the Layden. difference is the results. Michael Jordan yep. won six championships. He's tall. He's not super tall, but. Chris Paul being his size, I think when your back is up against the wall, especially against a big team like the Lakers, it just limits your ability to do what you do, especially a late stage of your career where you don't quite have the explosiveness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is why I do think they don't have a shot against us in a playoff series because without LeBron James last night, we over, they were so overmatched by our size. Yeah. And we didn't have our like most dominant player. And we didn't even have Kuzma, who's actually really tall. Yeah, a great matchup against you know, him. and and like like I think he dropped twenty six. I can't remember the last matchup. He he torched yeah. it too. So I, I was so he was starter. Very Kuzma. encouraged by that last night. Um, all right, a couple more. Uh, Luke, in or out? Nah. The scorers table and sideline digital billboards should be standard shapes and sizes in all NBA arenas. A hundred percent, absolutely. In case listeners so don't know, stupid. Anthony Davis like sprained like he's it wasn't like an actual sprain, but he he twisted his ankle under a digital billboard. He was in Staples Center playing the Clippers. It was a Clippers home game, and, and so the the, the sideline scorers table table billboard was a different sort of arrangement than it is during Laker home games. And it juts out next to the like I don't understand how you're allowed to have the scorers table like that jut out next to where the live play So some teams have this where the scorer's table is like uh a little narrower and it's like Uh scorer's table, a few seats, another Uh digital billboard and then the, the, um, like the, the bench. So you know how like in Laker games, like, you know, there's been, you know, obviously Jack sits right next to the opposing team's bench. There were those great clips of like Chris Rock sitting next to Kobe on the home side bench, right? Mm -hmm. That doesn't Mm -hmm. exist for the Clippers. Probably because they know yeah. that it would just be the opposing fans sitting next to their players all the time. <laughs> but so instead, they have these like digital billboards and the like courtside seats on the scores table side are in between the scores table and, and these billboards, not next to the benches. But to, to make the point even, even more, Kuzma did the mm-hmm. same thing a couple minutes later. Right. Yep. So it wasn't just like AD yep. not thinking. Like clearly, it's like not something that the guys were used to, which is just ridiculous. Especially in your own court. 
Yeah, I, I had problems with it, especially because we like I had to text you and I we like look back on clips. And we're like that that's not in the Lakers version of Staples Center, right? Like, no, and I, I found a, a a Laker film room video from the night before in Staples Center when it was a Laker home game. Mm-hmm. A very similar play where there was no digital billboard in the exact same space where AD had just tweaked his ankle. Yep. Um, all right, Luke. Um, in or out? Lakers could have used Quinn Cook or Isaiah Thomas against the Portland Trailblazers the other night. <laughs> I'm in. I actually what? No. <laughs> no. I, I'm going to take. I'm going to take an unpopular oh, opinion. I'm, I'm I, hard out on this. I think that they actually could have made a good impact. We didn't have any ball handlers, man. They're both ball Dude, handlers. We just needed Kuzma to hit like one shot that game. Fair. No, that, that game was still in reach, absolutely. And yet, yeah, that shot was on Kuz. Why didn't Kuz drive? I, I don't know. Anthony Davis. I, I, like, think, his I, back, I think his back scathing. was hurting him because he missed his back last was night because okay. of back injury. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But Anthony Davis actually said that in a press oh, conference really? statement. Yeah, he was like, he was like, you know, like Kuz could have driven for the layup, <laughs> but like a three is like cool, I guess. It's super oh, passive aggressive. A paraphrase. But yeah, man, like Kuz couldn't hit anything. But, all right, like, but I think Quinn that those guys would have been such Swiss cheese on defense that like the couple threes they would have hit wouldn't have made a That's difference. Fair. That's fair. It's just funny that they're like those two are patting each other on the back on Twitter after the game, being like, "Man, Lakers could really use some help right now," and I'm sitting here on my couch. That's a, that's embarrassing. Hey guys, come on, they're down pretty bad. You're doing that's that on pretty, Twitter, yeah, dude. DM each other, text man. Braun, like Quinn. You're boys with LeBron. Like you guys are friends. <laughs> Apparently, legitimately friends. Like why? Yeah, yeah. Don't do it on the public, public mm-hmm, TL. Mm-hmm. Um. Luke, in or out on the clutch lineup from last night's game? Clutch with a K. Dude. It was THT, KCP, Taylor Horton Tucker, Contavious Caldwell Pope, Ben McElmore, Montrez Harrell, and Anthony Davis. They're the per the Suns are the perfect team for that. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. But they're the perfect team. You got Mr. Slinky and THT flopping around everywhere and Mr. somehow Slinky? like gets to the rack. That's what I I, I feel like THT Okay, so you call me um, Mr. Slinky now? I, I just came oh, okay. up with it. All right. This is another <laughs> one like of those a, situations where you've known about this nickname for weeks and just not told people. Right, right, right. Like the big penguin. Yes. Um, <laughs> Andre Drummond. Um, <laughs> yeah, THT. THT's got the, he's got this weird like floppy, like especially when he's, when he's like splitting defenders and stuff. He's got extendo arms. No, I got you. I, he's I know like flopping I know around everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's a it's a weird lineup, but I see how it works because you got floor spacing with with Ben. You've got a good defensive anchor with KCP, and you don't need as much defense necessarily against the Suns with THT and Ben. Like they're at least decent, and, AD and then Trez and AD. Oh God, we'll talk about more of that later. But holy crap, it's fun seeing him back. Yeah. It's he's like he's like making Anthony Davis in this last game made me feel like I wasn't a crazy person projecting him as the MVP this no, year. No, it was like, oh wait, that's right. If he'd played like this all season, he would have been. Yeah, he's arguably the best basketball player in the world if you actually take into consideration defense, which people don't for some reason. Like James Harden is the best basketball Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's weak. This whole MVP thing this year has been just nonsense to me. It's completely devalued the award to me. Yeah, I mean, it's been very like narrative-driven. You know what? The Kobe stuff, the, even the Shaq yeah. stuff devalued the award. Yeah. It's been nonsense since the 90s. Well, I mean, the fact that LeBron 
hasn't won it more than he has also kind of yes. like all of these things further kind yeah. of erode away what yeah. it really is. Absolutely. Um, so it's irrelevant. But yeah, I like the, I like the clutch lineup. Was, it was uh, fun. It's, 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 I wouldn't do it against every matchup, but against the Suns, yeah. I get it. Um, and Ben was on fire, man. I know. I, that guy's going to win us a playoff that, game. That, uh, I got to call it right that, now. Like, He's going to win us at least where, one like, where like Andre Drummond gets the gets the offensive board and then almost yep. throws it away as he out falls of out of bounds yeah. and AC uh, Caruso grabs it just to Macklemore who then like juggles it a few times but yep. then somehow yeah that was a wild series he kept his pivot foot too yeah that was one of my favorite things he's juggling the ball like about to lose it but he's got a p- his pivot foot tight and it's like that would have been a travel against God, like 70% of players just in that situation. He held it was it beautiful down. and he was so composed. He held, he held it down. He knows his role. He knows what he does and he's going to be valuable, yeah. man. What a hell of a pickup by Polinka. For sure. For Sheesh. sure. Uh, Macklemore. Drummond is also clutch, right? I don't know. I, I no thought, I thought he up. was. I'll look it up I thought, you, when, I thought we were talking about you talk about guys. your favorite director. Well, no, I was going to say like, the, it's hilarious that we could have like a seven man clutch rotation if we wanted to. Because because Braun isn't wasn't playing last night either. Um, so Luke, while you're looking this up, it was announced today. Well, if I, okay, it was announced today that, that Hulu has ordered a nine-part Laker franchise docu series, directed by none other than Antoine Fuqua, coming in 2022. In or out, dude? In yeah. I just finished. I, I like. I'm super late in the game, but I just finished Last Dance last oh, night. Oh, nice, solid. <laughs> yeah, and I like. I finished it. And I was like, I want to watch a Kobe yeah. one now. Well, there is a, <laughs> like there is the a, a Kobe specific one coming. Also, there's yeah, also a Showtime. This is very confusing. There is a show about the Showtime Lakers being made without the participation of like any, anyone in the Lakers organization on HBO. That's coming out like next year. Mm. Um, I'll watch that too. Luke, <laughs> the guy that made motherfucking training day is making a Lakers <laughs> docu-series. Hell, Hell yeah, yeah, man. This Hell be yeah, so man. Good. Are you kidding me? Oh. Okay, real Your quick. I know that we're taking never. too long. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Your franchise. Because we got Denzel himself sitting a few <laughs> yes. rows back at our games, right? All right, come on. Exactly. Oh, he's like, oh, I know the guy. If the Celtics did it, it'd be like Jackie McMullen narrating the whole thing and like it'd be really accurate, but pretty boring. How many of the nine will have Kobe in it? Um, ooh, that's an interesting question. I, I would say like uh, four. Yeah, maybe maybe yeah. a fifth, uh, if if we include right. what happens, yeah. obviously around his tragic death. I'm sure. I'm sure we will. The thing that's gonna be interesting for me is if any of this was already filmed prior to his passing. I don't think it was, based on this just being I'm ordered sure. to series. I know, but I'm sure that they can probably source some stuff. Yeah, I'm he, sure they have he, enough you know, archival footage. He gave footage a lot of interviews. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I, he did those private interviews stuff during his last season. He and yeah. He had, he so, had a film yeah. crew with him a lot towards the end of his career for his own like yeah. film projects. Even, even the spectrum stuff, they probably, could yeah, source. that's true. They've probably got a lot of that. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I think, cause I think that, I think that like the first, 
episode will probably be a lot of the early stuff. I'm not sure if Wilt will get his own or if he'll be in with the Milwaukee, mm. you know, like if they're gonna try and knock out all of the early yeah. years where they don't have as much compelling footage because yeah. it's like all black and white and stuff. And they dribble the ball like this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Not Wilt, but you know, free yeah. Wilt. It was a different yeah. game. Uh, so yeah, I'm kind of feeling like they do that and then like get into showtime as quick as I, possible. I think, yeah, I think I think that's that is probably the case. I think you want to be at showtime by like the third episode, at least. Like at if least. it's if you're not I'm, at showtime by episode three, you're you're probably gonna lose some people for <laughs> yeah, an totally. episode or two. That's what I'm thinking. It might be episode. Yeah, two. no, like no disrespect to those early teams, but to your point, it's just like of not, not. As interesting to watch. They don't have well, the same that's, footage. Well, that's the whole thing. Yeah. It's it, it's not like it's the same. It's not like it's not interesting basketball or whatever. These guys are like changing the game. I want to see Elgin stuff. I want to see as much archival stuff because I haven't seen a that, lot of I it. I hope that they got some you know? Elgin stuff. Me too. You know, thankfully, because thankfully we, we obviously still have Jerry West. Yeah. But yep. it would be very cool to get Elgin's perspective on it as well. Absolutely. I just, I just hope that we come away with it with like a deeper respect and understanding of everybody's numbers that are hanging in the rafters. You know, yeah. they're like, next time we go to Laker game after watching this, you're like, like have just a different respect for that whole holy little space. For sure. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think so. I think we will. Um, all right, Luke, last one in or out. The Lakers are going to end up in the play in tournament this season in because we're going to, we're going to talk about this later, but it's pretty nuts. I, I think out. they could win out. I'm out. Ooh. I'm out, but we're not yes. going to talk about it until the very end. Yep. I'm in. I think they were going to be seven. I think we're going to beat the warriors or I'd rather beat Memphis, but, uh, well, we have we'll to hit the one game. We'd have to lose to the warriors in order to beat Memphis. So in or out though, I got, I got one little quick okay. follow up. This will be fast. It's not a bad thing for us to have another game. I can see both sides. Uh, of this. I I kind of hate this. Yeah, I kind of hate like because you want the rest. I, and the, it's you know, it's like one of those the, things where it's like, yeah, sure, you can create a hypothetical where a certain set of things takes place that you know helps us somehow. But like, I can create just as compelling a hypothetical where you know that day of rest is like the thing that Braun needs for a stress injury to not happen in game yeah. seven of the yeah, finals. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's true. Right. For yeah. sure. For sure. And like, I, I agree, obviously not preferable, but I do see the argument of having one game with stakes before the but playoffs. We do, though. That's, where that's, everyone's the, that's playing. the thing though, is we do have games with yep. stakes now. That's a good point. That's a good point. Since LeBron is potentially coming back earlier. We'll have at least we'll one game this. with everybody regardless, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. but, but whether or not have stakes, that's, that's my only poor Pelicans. <laughs> they just keep pulling us at the wrong, <laughs> the wrong times they do, man. Um, they do over and over and over yeah. again. All right. So Luke, let's, let's talk about the team. We are 38 yeah. and 30. We are one yeah. and two since the last podcast. We lost to the Clippers <sighs> so and close. the Trailblazers, Ugh. both frustrating in their own ways. Uh, but then yeah, we, Clippers, we got a much it. needed win against the Suns last night in a in an awesome game. We basically led wire to wire, yeah. which was nice to see. And it didn't just look like a fluky thing, no. at least to me. We, well, we looked a bit of a homer. They looked like they couldn't deal. They threw so many different defenses against us and it did yeah. not matter. And AD just, just sliced them to pieces. Ate them alive. Yeah. 
ate him alive. And Drummond had one of his best games, in my opinion. Eight offensive yeah, rebounds, yeah. dude. I, I'll give you that, actually. I thought that... Damn. He, you know what's funny? Yeah. There were a whole huh? bunch of times where he was posted up, where AD had the ball at kind of the elbow or like kind of near around the perimeter. And Drummond mm-hmm. posted up and was like, I'm here. I'm here. Give me the ball. <laughs> and AD just looked him off. Yeah. Or called him over and was like, no, you're going to yeah. run it. You're going to screen for me. Yeah. I don't pass the ball to you as our like initial <laughs> offense, yeah. man. No, exactly. Um, it, but that's a good sign, is. right? It is. It's a good it sign. Is. And I actually, like, I thought that there were, um, there were so many moments where AD drew the entire Suns team oh, his got, direction. Oh, like, triple teamed on multiple occasions. <laughs> and and even the like the other two guys were hedging. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it opens up the weak side rebound for Trez or Drummond yeah. in just the most yeah. beautiful, like here's free points, guys. Yeah. It was like sweet. literally just like, AD just kind of chuck the ball up there and he was making plenty of them. But it was like literally just, it was like the Kobe assist that we were talking yeah, about. For in, sure. in action, you know, we saw it finally. For sure. Beautiful thing. So, uh, let's talk about the games a little bit. Let's do it. The Clippers game was a little bit of a shit show, right? Yeah. So look, we had yeah. no Dennis Schroeder, no Taylor Horton Tucker, no LeBron James, and we only had nine minutes of Anthony Davis in the first quarter. We thought because of the tweaked ankle, but they said back spasms apparently, which that was, I guess, so bizarre. Um, I don't really think there's a whole lot to take from that game. To be honest, I think that's kind of one of those games you just have to throw in the trash and forget about. I mean, there was that awesome KCP dunk. That was great. And uh, Markeith Morris made a three. Yes. (laughs) He broke the streak. His first one in 24 attempts uh, and has since not attempted one since. Oh, for real? I didn't know that. He was a DNP last night and he he didn't attempt any the night before. <laughs> um, that was a frustrating game to watch, though, because obviously without AD, it was yes. you know without like yeah, that was it was tough. That was that was a tough one to watch. Um, yep. yep. Then we get this Portland game, which oh, man, we almost had it at the end there, and it's so frustrating because I my view is that you know we we turned the ball over way too much in the first quarter, and we uh, kind of never were able to dig quarter. ourselves out of that hole. The refs didn't help. No, they didn't. I hate to be that they guy. Did not. That's fair. But there's a putback dunk that was a dunk. It was not a goaltend. Yeah. There was also a bucket that was not called a goaltend that was probably a goaltend. So it evens out okay. a little bit. But okay, your fair, point fair is fair. your point is well taken. Uh, there was also like weird little fluky things. And I think this kind of like plays to the fact that I'm glad that we're getting our shit together now and rather than later when like the weird little fluky things tend to happen when you've been messing around for a while and like you just flip the switch the the switch takes a little bit of time to flip and like case in point was 80 dunking and the ball catching the net and coming back back out out. i've never seen that before what no they didn't they did not count that bucket guarantee you they did not count that bucket i was i thought they counted it because doris was was saying that she's seen that happen and not be called a basket before and they were saying like, we need to be consistent here. I'll do okay. some research. All right. Can I, can I just say real quick on, on the announcing, I, you know, that this is my corner. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will stand for Doris Burke 
as long as I live. Okay, I have, I have not a not a nasty, not a bad word to say about her at all. Uh, but Mark Jones, who was her, you know, kind of co-announcer for for that game, sounded like a damn Trailblazers fan. <laughs> he was literally naming Dame Dalla songs that he was listening to that game. And was like, Dame time, whenever he'd like hit a shot. No. Yeah, and he like knew all... I'm I'm watching Spectrum. It was crazy because it was like, it felt like a local broadcast. You know how when you watch the local broadcast, obviously they're way more knowledgeable about the home team than they are the other team. And it just... Which is reasonable. It it just felt like all he was doing was being like, and did you know this cool thing about the Portland Trailblazers? Here's a cool thing about the guys in the Portland Trailblazers. And then like, he'd be like, and THT sure has come along, hasn't he? And then he would move on. It was driving me crazy, but I got a little bit of oh, me of karmic retribution because okay. Spiroditas called the okay. game last night against the Suns on NBA TV. Spiroditas was the former Laker radio broadcaster. Yes. So even though I, I like thought he, he did a pretty like objective job of calling it, it felt like a home broadcast just because like that voice still resonates with me, you know? That was like when you and I would watch games in high school and I would like have to leave before the game was over to like get home yeah, by 10 yeah. or whatever. I'd like turn the game on uh-huh. on the radio and it was always Spiroditas calling it. All right, I got you. Dave McMenamin. Okay. ESPN. Um, he wrote a recap of the um, Trailblazers game, which I thought was really good. Good like play by play if you didn't, if you didn't catch it. He said, um, he was basically talking about all of the things that went wrong but also Vogel saying, I'm unafraid of the play-in tournament. <laughs> so sick. <laughs> so sick. Um, he said, injury suddenly affecting rotation that looked no further than Taylor Horton Tucker's calf strain. Foul trouble, uh, Andre Drummond uh, fouled out with six minutes, seven seconds uh, remaining. 50-50 call going against you. Kuzma's tip dunk at 4.03 was ruled an offensive basket interference and then dame scored a three on the next possession that was the battle that was like the five point swing that killed us yeah inexplicable occurrence davis flushed a dunk through the hoop with 618 remaining that somehow got caught in the net and flung right out negating the oh they called it off okay well that's bullshit then right that's it that like especially considering what the final score was yeah but here's the thing so i was actually happy that that drummond or boy mund uh (laughs) Fouled out in that game because we got to we got to get some AD at the center to finish that game. And what I saw in that was Mm -hmm. I don't remember the exact numbers, but basically we were down like I think like ten points with three minutes left or something like that. And over the course of the following two minutes, he scored seven unanswered points, including Mm -hmm. two blocks Mm -hmm. and three like grown man strength rebound kind of rebounds, right? The kind where you like go super saiyan after you get possession of the ball. Yeah. All by him. Like he single-handedly brought us on the brink of that, of winning that game. And if like Kuzma just made a damn basket, like we win that basketball game, you know? So, so obviously we didn't win, but the point is in a game where we beat ourselves in the first quarter where the refs are doing us Mm -hmm. no favors and where we really mm-hmm. just like should have been out of it by the three minute mark, AD single handedly brought us back into it. Yeah. And if anyone else on the team had been able to contribute anything in those final minutes, <laughs> I think in fairness, Alex Russo got a steal in that period of time. So 
I'll give him that credit. But aside from that, if anyone would have been able to do anything, we would have won that mm-hmm. game. So yeah. we're trying to win games now. I know. So I, I'm not that worried. No, I'm not that worried either. And I, I still see the, the value in potentially getting the Suns instead of like the Clippers. Oh, yeah. Even if it costs, even if it costs you a week of rest to play one game. I don't think we should game the system because the basketball gods do not. They don't like it. Look but favorably upon that. The basketball gods ultimately might have smiled upon yes. us by the yes. stroke of fate. Yes. Potentially. Potentially. We should welcome this if it is a circumstance that befalls us through no like gamesmanship of our own, basically. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Leave, leave but that's that what it's looking presence. like. That's what it's looking like to me. But we'll yeah. get there. Um, we'll talk about it. Can this. you talk to us about what AD did last night? AD reminded me why I had him as my MVP pick because what I saw in the rate and not in the last in the regular season as well, but what I saw in the bubble made me feel like AD against any team that doesn't have an elite center is the best basketball player in the game. When you say elite I, center, I, can you name like the maybe two or three guys you're thinking about? Embiid. Yeah. Maybe Giannis. No. Oh, oh. No. I was okay. done. All right, cool. Nice. <laughs> nice. No, no. I mean, there are other, there are other guys like, like Jokic is a good example of he like he'll make AD not necessarily look as good on defense as he is. But here, let, let, yeah, let me yeah, paint yeah, the finish, picture. Finish the, the, point, AD, AD did this in this last game in a beautiful way where he, he would go up to the ball handler, stop the ball. The ball handler would look to throw it down to the dunker spot, like post, low post. AD would block, cut off that passing angle. Then they would throw it to the strong side corner, which is the corner, uh, short corner three, which is one of the best shots in the game on the side that the ball is. Easy pass. And AD went over and blocked the short corner three while hedging against both the ball handler, the guy in the low post, he literally was the triangle yeah, I was offense gonna say, stopper. He, 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 he stopped like literally all of the options. It was, and, and it was like, oh, right. He did that all the time. This isn't, this isn't something that's new. This is what he does. This is what he did yeah. when he was in college. Yeah. yeah. So, and then he turns around and drops 42, man. Yeah. I, I mean, turns out this is actually the first time a Laker has ever had that stat line. Not like those exact numbers, me. but he's the first Laker uh-huh. to ever... Score 42 baskets, have 12 rebounds, five assists, three blocks, three steals. What a stupid stat I know, line, I know. <laughs> Video game. Literally, like a my, my player Sheesh. in 2K. He's back, man. He's back. And th- this, was, this yep. was playoff AD. Yep. If this is the guy we get, that forgot. if this is the guy we get, it's honestly like I, I, I think it's done. The thing that people forgot and are going to very quickly remember is that we have the two best basketball players on the planet on our team. Who's better on everything? Not just, not just who's a better passer, not just who's a better guy in the regular season, who's a better guy with a bad team. Who are the top two guys in the entire league that you'd want on your team that are complimentary. 
that's the, that's in the, the entire world fit. I don't know if there's a better fit. That like like even if even if you want to disagree and not say that they're one and two, even if you want to say that they're two and five or three and four or four and whatever, mm-hmm. I don't think that there's a more complementary fit of that that smallest echelon of player, right? That I would say yeah. a guy like Steph Curry would fall into that same category. Of course, of course. Right? But we're talking playoffs and we're talking not just having other people around you that cover up i'm not like i, I think that the defense yeah, his, thing his on, defense on Steph has been a little yes. but it, like it's, it's been overblown yes. it's not that much of a weekend but it's no more i'd rather have lebron any other like very 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 good guard that is his peer it's not like yeah. dame's a if, like a blackout okay. defender let me frame this differently you get one guard and you get one center for the playoffs, who do you pick? And you're, I don't think I'm just being, well, a homer. I think you're, how about we rephrase it to be like one yep. ball handler and one forward? Because uh, well, you're saying whatever. LeBron would be your point guard, right? Is what, He's yeah, your yeah, point guard. Yeah. yeah. He, that's what he does. That's well, what he plays. Of course, plays. He like, of course yeah. I mean, of course. Like, like uh, this, and this is, this is what, this is what makes people forget every single season is LeBron is a small forward. No, I know. Well, dude, our whole team is littered with this because we this talk about exactly. having three centers and we don't list Anthony Davis as one of them. It's crazy, but that's what that's what messes with the national media's head. This is why we get this narrative, but it's the best thing possible because now this team thinks they're under Because everyone thinks about the team in the wrong way. They, and we already showed them. It was already there. There, I'm not saying that there's no chance that this team loses. I'm not saying, I'm just saying that the the fears are overblown and that this team that you see in the regular season is not the same team that you see in the playoffs. And out of anyone in the world, who do you trust to come in at the playoffs and pull a team together other than LeBron LeBron James? James. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, look, Zach Zach Lowe kind of said it a couple weeks ago when he basically said like, we can talk about Drummond and we can talk about Gasol, but what actually matters is that they still have LeBron James and Anthony Davis mm-hmm. and they have better perimeter shooting than they had last year. Yes, more speed. And that like, and that's mm-hmm. what actually won us the champ. Like, like at the end of the day, I think that a Drummond or a Gasol or something like, like messing up that lineup could cost us a championship. If, if we're not yeah, careful. Of course, of course. No, I'm not saying these things don't matter. But what will win us a championship will be LeBron James and Anthony Davis surrounded by speed, defense, and shooting. And all of everyone those knows, got better this year for us. Every no, everyone knows that championships are won by talent. There's a reason why the Warriors did what they did. There's a reason why the Kobe Shaq Teams did totally. what they did. There's a reason why Michael Jordan and his team did totally. what they did. It wasn't just Michael totally. Jordan. Remember Michael Jordan without any talent? You know, it, <laughs> this team has a copious amount of talent. It's trying to get it all to sync and all work perfectly. And it all revolves around their two centers of gravity. And we saw, we saw Jupiter come back into play and we're about to see the sun come back into play <laughs> and the whole universe is going <laughs> to gonna start spinning, so man. Can we, can we really quickly just shout out two guys? Do two it. moons that are two orbit, moons. orbiting Europa you know? and moon. I want to shout out. Why didn't we give moon a better name? 
it's or is just everyone moon? else just a, yeah, it's just moon. We got Europa. We got all these like fancy names for all the other moons, but moon is just moon. Moon is moon. It's like dog. Yeah. I don't know. It's like how uh, <laughs> Shamu is just like Inuit for friend of Namu. So all Shamus are just friends of Namu. San Diego pot here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to shout out worldwide Wesley Morris. Dude. What a man. Come in, like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, we, you know, he's been in the doghouse a lot this season from fans and from mm-hmm. Vogel and others. That, that, that guy is going to be important for us at some point in these playoffs. And he's hitting his stride have, at the right moment. We have got some, we have got some great role players, Ben included, yes. who are going to pay dividends. We got Wes, we got Ben. We already talked about KCP. Yeah, he's hitting his stride. Down on defense. He like he scored what sixteen points or something this last yeah. game. He he is br- KCP is breaking back out of the role player mindset, yeah. and all of that's going to pay dividends. And we've talked about him a little bit. I'm going to say his name one more time. Alex Caruso, the Caruso, AC the goat, <laughs> the bald Mamba. Time to up your ball game. Had his two best your games game. I think ever starting yeah. against the Blazers and the Suns. I agree. Even that, what, 32-point game against the Clippers, like, early on. Yeah. I, like, because this one had stakes. I think these were his highest yeah. scoring games. I think both of them, like, they were one and two. He, no, he had a 30-plus game. Okay. Early, okay. early, early. Okay. early. Okay. Like, when, when we had the, in the LeBron uh, groin injury oh, okay. season. Maybe it was just of this season. I think he dropped maybe it was of this season. 30-plus. Yeah, it, okay. yeah, for sure. I okay. agree with that. Either way. I'm with you. There. Gutsy. Greedy games where yeah. the dude was hurt, Oof. had like a hurt back and a hurt foot, yep. and just said like whatever. Yep. The team needs yep. me. Love this guy, um, Luke. Me too. I get to say it again. Hit Still it. the number one defense in the NBA. How about that? And what wins? What wins championships? Defense. Yeah. That's what I'm talking. Hell about. yeah, uh, Luke. Big news. Big news. <laughs> I've been waiting to say I'm these words for breath. weeks. Bated breath. Jared Dudley's back. <laughs> yeah, I'm back. <laughs> Announced it on a weird Anthony Davis Insta, Insta live stream where he was introduced as like the starting shooting guard of the Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> San Diego, San Hell Diego, yeah. Jerry Dudley. Right there. Uh, but that, I mean, cool. Like, I think he's still mostly just going to yeah, be I a coach. Hell yeah. He no, might wear sure, a jersey man. now. No, but like he's, I think he's great in practice. He's better in practice on the court than off the yeah, court, you know? For sure. There's a reason why they didn't just sign him as a coach. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Um, Luke, more importantly, LeBron is reportedly <laughs> about to return. Marginally. Marginally slightly more important. <laughs> One of our other coaches is suiting up for a game soon. <laughs> uh, do, you, do, you, do you want him to come back against the Knicks? Oh, this is a great question. I kind of don't. I kind of don't too. I kind of don't because I think it might throw, you know. throw us off a little bit. And, <laughs> yeah. and we'll talk about it in a minute, but we like kind of need to beat the Knicks. And I think yeah. we'll beat the Knicks yeah, without him. Okay. <laughs> and then we play the Rockets. And I think that we would definitely beat the Rockets even if he like with throws him. off with our, or without our him a little bit. <laughs> um, here's my thing. I, I think yeah. what I heard was that it, it's still unclear whether he said whether they've decided if it'll be tomorrow against the Knicks 
Yeah. Uh, and by the way, we're recording this on a Monday night. So by the time you hear this, it'll, it'll be like tonight against the Knicks or Wednesday against the, I think Wednesday is our next game against uh, the Rockets. Yep, Wednesday. So Woj said it would be against the Knicks, which leads me to believe that that's not correct and that it will be against the Rockets. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just got bombs in everywhere, but LeBron. Yeah, built. we've got that Iron Dome. Um, I think that uh, it, what I was going to say was that I heard that if he does come back against the Knicks, there'd be a minutes restriction, which okay. I think would kind of help because then like, I think it would probably be kind of mm-hmm. like what we saw with AD early where like he plays a little bit in the first half and then takes mm-hmm. it easy. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, do you want to hear, do you want to tell the people what AD said about Bron? Yeah. So Mike Trudell asked AD about how LeBron was looking and he said, what I saw from LeBron today, he'll be fine. Trust me, he'll be fine. And then Lakers like released pictures from practice of like LeBron dunking like, and shit. Re- yeah, so. reverse, reverse <laughs> layups and stuff. He's got like a, um, like a leg sleeve. Yeah, it doesn't really look like an ankle brace no, though. No, it just seems like neoprene. Right? It's kind of weird. I was like, why, why aren't you wearing an ankle brace? You know, I man? think that these players have been like a little Stockholm syndromed into thinking that like some stretchy fabric mm-hmm. around a joint like miraculously fixes it. But like, who am I, who am I to talk? Like, uh, yeah, I know. The, if, if that dude wants to best scientist. wear a full spandex bodysuit, be my guest. Like, like maybe LeBron has got something like, oh, if you wear a leg brace, the hyperbaric chamber doesn't work as well. So, yeah. you know, it, yeah, you know, the, in, the, it like restricts the flow of B6 vitamins that we inject into your knee. And look, I'll tell Andre Drummond to either take off the t-shirt or wear some tighter <laughs> oh, sleeves God. and some longer shorts. But I will not say a word about what LeBron James wants to look like on, look like on the court. <laughs> Why does Drummond do that? I don't, I don't know. Understand. I don't know. What's up with it? Is it just because he's been in LA like not long enough or something? What's up? I, 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 don't, I don't know, man. He, he didn't wear the t-shirt. Well, you know, okay. So I have a theory. I have a theory. Okay. Can I give you my theory? Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. So he didn't wear the t-shirt in Detroit. Okay. Okay. The dude has some like real hairy shoulders. Oh. You think it's like a self-confidence thing? Self-conscious thing. Oh man, I yeah, feel no, bad. You keep your t-shirt on, pal. <laughs> All right, change the subject real quick to like roast somebody like a for something that's permanent. Just, if you're that uncomfortable, do like laser hair removal or something. Uh, I don't know if that's I why. Think, I don't. I don't. I don't mean to make fun of that person. I'm going to make fun of Kuzma real quick because that's, that's always Cisco, on, go for it. on point. Kuzma should have waited to get his tattoos. He should have been in LA a little bit longer before he got his tattoos. Dude, he had him like in college. He had the hundred, the whole, the Kuz, the, no, all no, that the kind Kuz of stuff for real. He got later. I think he, I think he came into the league with the hundred. We'll do some research, okay. report back next pod. I mean, I can just Google Kuzma Utah right now and see what it says. Like, why, why, why you got to get an emoji tattoo? Yeah, that's... Uh, I guess, that's, a, that's, a, that's a, I guess it's, it's a, a little, Utah move. It's a little weak. Uh, let's see. I've got some pictures of him here. Uh, see, the Utah jersey has like kind of the wide tank. Uh, so it's, it's a little hard. Your, 
hunted. A little hard to tell. He's very tatted at Utah, though. At least by okay. by the end. Okay. But at the start, not 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 quite as much. But at the start, he's he should have waited for the L.A. parlors rather than the Utah parlors. Uh, yeah, I can't. I don't see. I it. would say no disrespect to Utah, but it is fully intended as disrespect to Utah. There's not a whole lot of love for Utah on this pod. I'm sorry to any of our listeners who are in Utah. If you're a Laker fan in Utah, no. you're great. We have nothing against they the are. state they of are. Utah or its people. We have everything against its basketball team. No, it's team. It's, it's beautiful and some of its fans. Yeah. There's some things yes, against the yes, fans. Yes. Uh, but yeah, number one seed, weakest number one seed in a decade. So Utah having uh, the type of you know tank top that Drummond would appreciate. I can't tell. Oh, I can't oh, tell what kind oh. of shoulder and like kind of chest tats Kuzma has. Yeah. All right, Luke. Let's move on. This Please. is the long one. We still have the most important thing to talk about. Uh, Luke, we need to kind of like mea culpa here. Um, you and I didn't actually. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> It means my bad, but fancy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it like fall on my sword or something? I don't know. Isn't didn't you didn't you like aren't aren't you supposed to be the expert in these kind of things? I studied Greek, not Latin. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm not uncultured. How dare you? How dare you? I, I like Greek better than Latin a lot. Like a lot. They're just like plagiarists. Anyway, I digress. Mea culpa, yeah, mea culpa an acknowledgement of one's fault. fault or error. Yeah, my bad. Latin phrase means See, I nailed my it. fault. I nailed it. Fancy my bad. It's not like you didn't know what it meant. Here, break. Um, anyways, <laughs> enough stalling. We're kind of embarrassed to admit that neither of us actually really understood how this playing tournament worked. <laughs> I had no idea. And I'll be honest, it's because I really didn't think it would matter to us. <laughs> exactly. So It's fun to watch. I just didn't want to so be part of it. I just want to really quickly explain to everyone how it actually works because this was news to us and I'm kind of embarrassed to say that. So here, here it is really quickly. The seventh seed plays the eighth seed. The ninth seed plays the tenth seed. So right now, that would be Lakers playing Golden State and Memphis playing San Antonio Spurs. The winner of that 7-8 game, so the winner of, in this case, Lakers-Warriors, would become the, the seventh seed in the playoffs and play the second seed, who right now is the Suns. Nice. The loser of the 7-8 game would then play the winner of the 9-10 game. And okay. the loser of the 9-10 game is not in the playoffs. Yeah. The winner of that second game, so the winner of... Whoever lost the 7-8 game and whoever won the 9-10 game then becomes the 8th seed. So in this case, if let's say the Lakers beat the Warriors in the first game and Memphis beat San Antonio in the 9-10 game, then Golden State would play Memphis and whoever wins that would mm -hmm. become the 8th seed. So it's mm -hmm. actually like a pretty fair little bracket. It's, it's pretty fair. I, I thought it's pretty fair. That, you got to lose either the 7th or the 8th. Both have to lose twice. Yeah. I thought it was that the 8th seed had to win twice. So we kind of misunderstood that. Yeah. So our bad, yep. our bad. But now that it maybe matters to us. Mea culpa. What, what did you just say? <laughs> mea culpa? Oh, I think you said mea culpa. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, so anyways, that's, that's how it works. And to be clear, if you are in the plan tournament, you are not in the playoffs until you like win the plan tournament. So yeah. any of these teams that like lose in the plan tournament, were not playoff teams. They won't get those like special Nike jerseys next year. All right, Jacob, we've buried the lead for too long. I need to understand how you think the Lakers can avoid the play-in tournament yes. and best the Portland Trailblazers. They're like, what, a game and a half above us? One game us? ahead of us. One game ahead of us. Yeah, so uh, let's see. We've got four games left. Knicks on uh, Tuesday night, Rockets on Wednesday night, and then the Pacers and the Pelicans later later this weekend, Friday and Saturday. Reasonable, reasonable. All, all could be victories. Yeah, it's, it's Knicks two are the hardest, sets of back to backs, which is kind of annoying. Yeah, it's right. It's so it's at Knicks, at Rockets, or excuse me, excuse me, uh, at home for Knicks and Rockets, then on the road for Pacers and Pelicans. Dennis Schroeder is likely to return uh, for either the Pacers or Pelicans game. We're supposed to get him back for one of those two games. Um, and then, like we said, Everybody's Braun is okay. likely returned for for Knicks or Rockets. So we're seventh yep. in the West right now, one game back from the Trailblazers, who are in sixth, and two games back from the Mavs, who are in fifth. And we are three mm-hmm. games ahead of the Warriors in eighth. So nice. Okay. Just just to Comfy. be complete here, if we lost all four of these games and the Warriors won out, we could still end up in the eighth seed. But that yep. that doesn't seem very likely. Does that mean we've clinched? I guess you can't call. No, it you can't clinch anymore. if you're the seven or eight. So, but uh, the Mavs, the Mavs might They're only two games. The Mavs might have clinched. Hold on, really? They have not yet. Yeah. So the Mavs. So neither the Mavs nor Trailblazers have clinched either. So here's here's yep. how it works, Luke. Um, Dallas's remaining games are Cavaliers, Grizzlies, Pelicans, Raptors, T Wolves, and I think they are playing the Cavs mm-hmm. tonight. Like maybe right now. So, actually, I'm sorry. Uh, they already played the Cavs. So it's Grizz. Pelicans, Raptors, T-Wolves. Right. Grizz Mavs gotcha. would need to go one and three or worse. But let, they need to go one and three against those four teams. And the Lakers mm-hmm. would need to go four and oh for the Lakers to overtake the Dallas Mavericks. That's not yes. going to happen. The Mavericks are not going to go one and three against the Grizzlies, Pelicans, Raptors, and T-Wolves. I, I, I really, really don't think so. They could split it, but I wouldn't see. Yeah, I, I, but I, I don't think them having a losing record against those four is likely. So let's just scratch that one out, okay? Okay. But let's talk about the Portland Trailblazers. Let's do it. Their remaining games are against the Rockets, Jazz, Suns, and Nuggets. Ooh, okay. That's pretty tough. I didn't realize. Portland Uh only needs to go two and two, and the Lakers would need to go four and zero to overtake them. They could also go one okay. and three, and then we could go three and one, but two okay. and two, and we need to go four and zero. Oh. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: I okay. actually don't think that the Portland Trailblazers going two and two is that crazy. If you look at who they're, especially playing, since the Jazz and the Suns yes. want to kick their yes. ass. And why do they want to kick their ass, Luke? Because they don't want to play Anthony Davis. They just saw yes. he's back. Exactly. So the Jazz and Suns, being the good one point. and two seed, very will good have to play who ends whoever ends up being the seven or eight seed after the playing yeah. tournament, which means mm-hmm. one of them would have to play the Lakers if the Lakers are in the playoff tournament. I like this take. So I think Portland will beat the Rockets and they're playing right now. Actually, I'm not, I, I don't think there's a chance of Portland losing that game really, but there's actually like a very good reason for the jazz and Suns to try really hard in their games. And all we need is for the jazz and Suns to win those games, which they can. 
Mm-hmm. Then Portland ends the season against the Nuggets. Now the Nuggets, counter to what you were just saying, actually have an incentive Oof. to lose that. To game. lose. Right. Because it's good for the <laughs> That's gonna be a hilarious yeah. game to watch potentially. Yeah, because the Nuggets are likely gonna be the like third or fourth seed. Third or fourth seed, right? right? I think right now they are the fourth. So um That's but it's correct. tight. They're only a game back of the Clippers. By, by a game, yeah. So there's a potential that in that game against the Portland Trailblazers, the Nuggets are trying to lose that game to not get matched Cl- up Clipper- against the Lakers potentially. To be fair though, Clippers have got a cakewalk. Clippers have got Raptors, Hornets, Rockets, Thunder. Yeah, that's that's, that's easy. pretty easy. Especially considering all those injuries. So I could see I could see the Clippers going 4-0. Yeah. So then at the same time, then maybe the Nuggets don't care. Maybe they just want to, you know, win a game to like feel good going to the playoffs. So, in the, so I, okay, like, so then, here, so then just, here's, just here's saying, my argument. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the Nuggets are, you're saying that the Nuggets are likely then going to be the fourth seed. Fourth playing the Mavericks, which will be a super fun series. Yes. Nuggets Mavericks. That sounds so fun. So EuroLeague. That case there's even more incentive for them to lose uh-huh. because Why? they would want to be the fourth seed uh, so they okay, I get you I so get you just in because case the, because yeah, they're they thinking the Lakers if the they do get in Clippers. the playoff tournament will be seventh not eighth and then they wouldn't right. have to play the Lakers right. till the conference yeah, finals or six, yeah. either way the incentives are there very clearly for the jazz and Suns to want to win and for the nuggets to maybe play uh-huh. some funny business at the end there so this is why i'm in on yeah. this i actually don't think it would yeah. be crazy yeah. for the lakers to go 4-0 against the knicks rockets pacers and pelicans especially mm-hmm. since we're trying to win games now unlike yep. before now. now we are and we've got some of our guys coming back and we're starting to get into a little bit of a rhythm here mm-hmm Julius Randle already like got his revenge game out of the way. I'm not worried about the Rockets. I'm not particularly worried about the Pacers. And we've destroyed the Pelicans enough times for me to not be worried about the Pelicans, especially not if that's a meaningful game for us. Yes. So I think 4-0 is not out of the question for us. And and Mm 2-2 is actually not that crazy for this Portland team. They're on a... like. I think they've True. won like seven of eight at this point or something like that. They've got yeah, a lot. They've got a, a loss coming here, man. Like I really don't think they're going to end the That's season true. winning nine of 10 or something yeah. like that. Right. Exactly. They're not they're so not that kind of a team. No, their, their, their percentage for the year is, uh, 57%. So there you go. And they're already above that. So if they correct to oh, yeah. their average, they would lose more than half these games. Exactly. So, exactly. That's my case. No, I hear it. I hear it. I think you've convinced me. I could see it. The only thing that I'm, and I think we should try and win every game, obviously. I just would be all right with playing the Jazz, especially after what we just saw. <laughs> the Jazz or the Suns? Just, or sorry, the, either. Well, I'd rather play the Suns, either. to be clear. But yeah, I, 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 meant, I meant Suns. I meant Suns. Either, though. But yeah, I'd rather play the Suns. Probably I'd go Suns. Uh, like, because they're top four. There are four that we could possibly yeah, play. Yeah. Go Suns, Nuggets, Jazz, Clippers, probably in that order. But given your c- circumstance, we'd probably be playing the Clippers, which I would not prefer to play in the first round. Then again, though, talk about a team that could get the cobwebs out. Yeah. If the Clippers pushes to six, yeah. 
It's true. You know, that, that might be enough for us to sweep the rest of the NBA. So we shall see. And I'm very curious to see what happens in the Eastern Conference. What a crazy 76ers, Nets, Bucks is going to be intense. And then everything Hell else after that is not going to be very intense. Mm, mm, I don't know. People people still count out the Heat. In a, I think okay, the Heat a are the one team that I would not way. count out just because of Jimmy Butler, but like, I'm yeah. not, I think it's been a great season for the Knicks, mm-hmm. but like, I, I don't, mm-hmm. you know. I, yeah, they might, they're, they're probably going to beat the Hawks, but yeah, I, I don't, I think they'll lose in yeah, the second Yeah, the Celtics round. just announced tonight that Jalen Brown is out for the season with yeah, the torn ligament in his I hand, know. so. I know, so they're not going to knock out the yeah. Nets. So it'll, it'll be probably 76ers will beat the Hornets, Nets will beat the Celtics, but Bucks and Heat, we saw know, how that's that went the last one. year. I don't I know. know. It could be a real upset. I, and that would be kind of Bucksy of them to lose that series. It would be pretty Bucksy. They're just saying. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I, I just, I, I still think it's going to be 76ers coming out, not just because they're the number one seed, but because of what I've seen them do to the Nets. And I don't know. Depends on health, of course. But I would, I would pick the 76ers right now to come out of the East. Yeah, and and what an intent. They're a team that I actually feel less confident with the Lakers. Yeah, I agree. Probably I think, than any other team in the NBA. I think they're are probably our most difficult matchup. Just because of the way that they play defense, they have a seven-foot-tall uh, uh, point guard. They're, they're similar to yeah. us in a lot of ways. Obviously, LeBron's better than But we than can't Simmons. overpower those guys is the difference. Exactly, exactly. Some of the secret sauce that we have on this team that has enabled us to beat elite Western Conference teams is going to be negated against them. But at the same time, I feel like we have the talent. I really do, though, think it might come down to an AD and Bede contest. And I know who I'm betting on. I know who the rest of uh, <laughs> NBA experts are betting on, but I know who I'm betting on. Yeah, my money's on Anthony Davis. That's why I drafted him in fantasy, Luke. And then you and then just totally like... Screwed. You, you got totally screwed, but then as soon as AD said, I'm back, you're like top yeah. scoring in the league, in, like destroying people. In fairness, people. I also drafted Joel Embiid in fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> as well as Jimmy Butler. You had a hell of a team. And De'Aaron Fox. You had a hell of a team, and so, so did I, but we both got stomped. Um, I want to thank all of our followers for joining us on this uh, strange, strange end to the regular season. Yeah, not season. what we expected. No, but... No journey, no story is complete without some foibles. Good word. Foibles isn't Greek, is it? I don't think so. (laughs) I'll check. Please subscribe to the pod on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, or wherever you get your pods. And check out the other shows on TBPN, TBPN. And also follow us on social media, throw us five-star review, do all that kind of stuff, share it with friends. You can find more at Luke Walton Talks Lakers. Foibles is old French. Old, old French. French. <laughs> like as in the mustard? Fiable is the root. Fiable. <laughs> and the English root is feeble. It's a mix. It's a mix. A late 16th century remix of some old French and some English. <laughs> what nonsense is that? <laughs> but take feeble and foible. Yeah. And you get a foible. A foible is the first foible. I want to apologize to all of our listeners for um, sharing all of this. But in return, I am now going to show a beautiful, beautiful 
outtake that Jonathan began the podcast with. So stick around. Get pumped for UFC 262. <laughs> Do we get paid for this extra ad read? <laughs> don't think so. <laughs> I think they might dock us for it. We won't tell them. Well, thanks, followers. Here, uh, here is John to, to remember take us me out. how I was, <laughs> not as I am. An epic foible. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Takedowns and more. Love a good takedown. <laughs> I love a good roundhouse kick. Uh, there's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Plus, don't forget about basketball and hockey, where DraftKings has even more money up for grabs throughout the week. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the DraftKings... King- <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to have to cut that in. Sorry. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> Please don't actually do that. <laughs> Sorry. You broke me. <laughs> you got me with plus. <laughs> <laughs> those those big bolded words are so funny. I know, I know. forget about hockey and basketball. <laughs> it's the best because this is my first time reading it as I'm doing it on air. All right, sorry. Okay, sorry. Deep breath. I'll just put this at the end of the episode.